1: Opinions expressed on ACB Radio
2: are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello, everyone, and welcome to ACB Communities. Today, I'm the guest host, Jeff Bezer from Sparrow Freedom Scientific. Wonderful to be here. I feel like I'm coming home sometimes when I come to ACB communities. We've, I've been very fortunate and happy to be on here a few times now, and it's great to be with all of you. We're going to talk about a number of things today, mainly surrounding software and some of the things you'll find in the layered commands of keystrokes. We're also going to talk about uh, Picture Smart with a few examples here of showing you why this is a pretty neat, pretty cool feature even though it's not brand new. Been out a couple of years now but it's something that uh, we feel like some people may forget about. So uh, we we want to talk about that and also public beta of JAWS Zoom Text, and Fusion 2022 which is out now. So I want to give you some information surrounding that right after. Andrea reminds all of us how you all can participate as well because Uh, We're going to have plenty of time this hour, and I want to make sure if you have questions, comments, anything that I can address from any of you, I'd sure like to do so. So how do they do that, Andrea?
1: Remember, guys, that this is a webinar, so I have to allow you to speak. So to raise your hand, which is the first thing you need to do uh, on the PC, Alt Y, on the Mac, Option Y, on the phone, Star 9, on your smart device, it is the lower left corner of your screen. Uh, Once I have given you permission to talk, to uh, unmute, it is Alt-A on the PC, Command-Shift-A on the Mac, Star-6 on the phone, and bottom right corner under the More tab on your smart device. Thank you. Back to Jeff.
2: And if you have any questions, guys, or comments, feel free to uh, do any of those things that Andrea mentioned and we will bring you up so that you can uh, ask or give us your comment, mainly around software at Freedom Scientific, but really anything Vespero related. You might have heard some of uh, some of the other folks from our group on here in the past. Maybe you've joined us on Clubhouse with some of the events there. We're very active in that space, and that seems to work really well. Where um, you know Eric and Rachel and people like that, Matt Ader get on and have a topic, you know, that we cover, but we don't spend the entire time just demonstrating. We leave a lot of time for you all to participate as well. And I always like to uh, use that same approach, you know, when we're here on on ACB Communities and as much as I can really wherever we are. So, Andrea, feel free to interrupt if you see uh, anybody with hands up or I can just periodically ask as well. That's fine. Thank you. So again, guys, uh, I'm Jeff Bazer. I work in the South Central part of the country. I'm one of the regional sales directors, so uh, I work in states like Texas and Oklahoma, Iowa, Nebraska, Missouri, Colorado, New Mexico. So I work a lot uh, with NanoPack and with Crystal Vision in Texas. Some of those folks. So um, been around for a long time at Vispero. Worked here a couple of different times, totaling, uh, geez, I guess about. 14 years now. Wow. Where does the time go, guys, right? So, first thing that I want to mention to all of you, if you are not aware, September, October time frame at Sparrow and Freedom Scientific is always pretty exciting because we're getting close to an official software release. So, the next versions of JAWS, ZoomText, and Fusion are now getting ready to be released and what we've done this week is release the public beta for all three versions of the software as well now how do you get involved in that if you would like to if you're familiar with this process before uh, that's great. It works very similar to how it has in the past. Where, if you have version twenty twenty one right now of our software, if you are authorized to use any of those JAWS, ZoomText, and Fusion, you can out. Autom- well, okay, you can go to the website and you can download this public beta, and it will automatically be authorized for your use. Okay, so. We don't support the public beta officially. In other words, if there's features or things not working in the software and you're wondering why, we, we through our support lines and forms and that kind of thing, we don't officially support that. However, if you have any issue installing, you know, getting it to work in the first place, that's different. We can certainly help you with that. We want to make sure that you are in a position where you can test this and report back to us on what you're finding. That's exactly what we mean by public beta. So there is a form on the same web page where you go to download the software. And what that form is is for is so that you can go on there and fill in your information and let us know if you're experiencing any issues. Now usually by the time we get to public beta with the software, things are going to work pretty well, but maybe with new features or some things where we're making some changes, there might there might be an issue or two that we haven't found. And we have a, you know, a pretty large group of beta testers for all three versions of the software now. So, you know, this is something that runs like a pretty well-oiled machine. But we certainly are very happy and we want more and more people to be looking at this all the time. So the public beta is very important for a couple of reasons. Number one, as we just mentioned, to be able for you to get a quick, a a close look at what's new, but also so you can see what new features we're working on and how they're being rolled out and if they're working like they should. And that is going to give you an opportunity to report directly to us how it's working on your machine. And there'll be some questions there as you fill out the form on exactly how that works and what information we'll be looking for, like the model of your computer, the version of Windows you're running, the version of Office 365 you're running, things like that. We get pretty specific. But even if you don't fill out anything on the beta form, you still have an opportunity to be able to run the software before anybody else and, uh, and do that for free if you are a current authorized user of versions 20, uh, 21 of JAWS, Zoom, Text, and Fusion. Now, if you're not, maybe you've got an older version, a couple of versions behind. Maybe you're at 2018, 2019, that kind of thing. You can still install this. And it will run in 40-minute demo mode. So you can get a look and figure out you know, what's happening, what new features there are, if you think you might want to upgrade. And if you are a few versions behind like that, two, three, or more, you may want to take a serious look at our uh, home license, uh, home annual license program if you're running uh, JAWS, Zoom or Fusion from a home machine. Because you can do that, you can get into JAWS and ZoomText for under $100 a year now. So you pay annually to run this. Fusion's a little bit more. But uh, then you could have that on up to three machines from your home, be able to use it, and you'll be current. So you don't have to worry about paying a large sum of money to upgrade You know, from where you're at right now and then get a maintenance agreement. You just pay annually. And you are automatically set up for the latest and greatest version. And whatever we release in the coming year, that your home annual license is good, then you'll get that automatically as well. So it's a great program to take advantage of if uh, you're in a position where maybe you've fallen back a couple of versions and you want to catch up. How are we doing, Andrea? Anybody uh, Anybody need to come up? we okay. We're Okay. Okay. I heard you turn your mic on a moment ago, so I didn't know if you were waiting for me. (laughs) Anyway, um, so this is all great information, guys, that I wanted to make sure that we passed along here on ACB Communities because it's that time of year where we're releasing new software and it's always exciting as to what is coming. Now, where where do you find this? If this is something that you want to take advantage of, if you go to our website, freedomscientific.com, and you scroll down to software releases, and you can use your headings commands to be able to do that, just keep pressing H until you hear software releases, the top link is going to be 2022 public beta. And if you click there, press enter there, uh, you will go to the web page where all the information on version 2022 is available and then you can read about that read about the new features and there'll be links at the bottom for installation of the software okay so you can download and install you'll need an internet connection of course when you do that and on the install of the software but uh, you should be good to go it's it's pretty straightforward on uh, on how that works so again freedomscientific.com Go down to Software Releases, and 2022 public beta should be the first link under that heading that you come to 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 be able to download and install the latest public beta. Now, here's what's going to happen as well. Uh, Within about a month, I think it's uh, first week of October is where we're slated to now release the second public beta. Okay so we've got the first one going on right now we'll have another public beta version where we'll make some changes based on your feedback as well as others who are uh, you know beta testing this software and you know what we found and then uh, usually after that I believe is when we shoot for the full release of the software i think there's only two uh, beta cycles of that depending on what we find of course and how things are going we uh, our goal will be to release Around the end of October,
0: sometimes and it's three, but but generally we do two. But every once in a while yeah. we get three in.
2: Exactly. Now, Larry, you you participate in this, don't you? Does John as well? Yeah, do you guys, both.
0: Do I've been doing it since two thousand two. Him, John, about two thousand seven. Yeah.
2: So here's the beautiful thing, guys, about ACB communities and and who's involved here. Uh, we've got folks on here who are long standing professionals when it comes to things like this. So, Larry, have I missed anything as far as describing this process or what people might want to watch out for as they're doing this?
0: No, not really. I mean, I I think people always just need to be cognizant of the fact that these are betas, And you kind of touched on that, and we've gone through it. We've had it for three months, and there's an in-house team that's that's worked at it. So you're not going to find problems where it's going to just dust your machine, and you'll have to take it to get it fixed. That's not going to happen. But things do happen with betas, as they always do with other betas as well. But it's pretty close to being – it's not quite there yet, but it's close and the, the more we get into this between now and the release time in late October, it'll be fine. But but it's a it's pretty robust right now, twenty twenty two is so everything is good.
2: One of the features that I think is pretty exciting about what's happening in version twenty twenty two is the ability to separate audio by channel. So you know we introduced this in later version twenty twenty one. If you're on a Zoom or a Teams call, meeting calls, which, geez, it seems like we're all on these days, right? So you can actually, uh, what what you could do originally is change the volume of JAWS. So if you needed to lower the volume of JAWS so that you could hear your meeting a little bit better, potentially, or change the system volume as well, you could do that. But what we didn't do is we couldn't separate by left or right channel any of the sound. So we tried to take this one step further now where you can actually have jaws in your left ear and uh, what you're listening to in your right ear. For example, if you've got a USB headset that you're listening to or, of course, This will work with your computer speakers as well. But that way then you actually have, you know, separate sounds coming out of each ear. And it's a way for you to continue to be productive on your meeting, but also if you need to step away and take some notes or check on a quick email, whatever it is, you've got JAWS going on in your other ear to be able to do that, JAWS, Zoom, Text, or Fusion. It'll work there too. So... That's pretty exciting as far as that goes. And anything else I'm missing, Larry? There's there's several things. It's nice that we can now import settings. Oh, that yeah. happens automatically. Well, mm-hmm. so that was something you had to go back and do manually before where your settings from previous versions... Of the software, you had to go uh, run a a tool, an import settings tool, to make it work like past versions did. Now that's going to happen automatically. You won't have to do anything. We'll just bring your settings over from, I think it's the last two versions even. So if you're installing from version 2020, for example, this should work. And there is a way, if you want to, if you don't want that to happen, if you want to start out fresh, With no settings changes and do not want your settings imported from previous versions, you can actually take it back to factory default. So you can go into the options menu and go back to restore factory defaults, and then you can start out with a clean version of the software where nothing's imported. But so many people love to just have their software work when they upgrade it like it did in the previous version. And so we've now brought that in where it just happens automatically behind the scenes. You don't have to do anything. What do you think about that, Larry? I, I,
0: I I like the idea a lot. I think the idea is terrific. In some cases, there are some of us who use multiple sound cards and we're doing other things like streaming. So we have different settings and we don't really want those to be imported, especially if we're beta testing. We don't want mm-hmm. those to be right. imported. So I love the fact that there's also a factory default, very easy to get to. And within about 30 seconds, once you press that the enter key, uh, you're back to the default. And you're back to – if you've got yeah. you know Eloquence on your machine but you don't use it, you, you automatically go back to Eloquence. And then you have to put everything else back in. I, I think it's a great alternative. And they're going to be working even more on this. So,
2: yeah, it's pretty exciting. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's, it's, it's usually in most cases, probably 90% plus of, of the cases, uh, that's what people want to have happen is, man, I just want this thing to work like it used to. And so now that happens without you having to go do anything else. And there is a way to go back, as Larry mentioned, if you want to. So good stuff. Okay. Uh, Andrea, any questions, comments, people hands with their hands raised at this point?
1: Not at the moment, Jeff. Go ahead.
2: All right, 16 after. Uh, as we move through here, why don't we now move into uh, talking a little bit more about what we came on here to talk about today, Picture smart and some of the layered command features. I'm going to share my uh, sound here before I forget. And I check that now. Share screen. Can you guys hear my jaws? You yeah, should be able to. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, Larry, if you have any comments as I'm moving through here, please do add them because uh, I want to talk about kind of the layered command structure uh, in general and how to get help there and that kind of thing. And then we'll move into some more specifics as we as we go through. But um, Picture Smart is something that we have talked about here on ACB Communities before. We did a, a demonstration on Tech Talk with it, and uh, there's some other places around the web where you can where you can find it. In fact, I always like to mention that uh, where this first started was back in 2019, March of 2019, when we were getting ready to go to SeaSUN. And at that time, John and Larry were doing FS cast, and there's a really fun version of FS cast that you need to uh, take a listen to if you really want to kind of find out where this started and why, and listen to uh, John and Larry going through and doing some demonstrations of pictures they found that worked really, really well. So uh, I think it's around version. What did you tell me? 166?
0: sixty 160, six, five maybe? or six? I can't remember five now. But six. yeah, something yeah. like that. It's easily found.
2: So it's back in March, twenty nineteen, is where you'll be able to find that.
0: Now, um,
2: before we get into specifics on Picture Smart, let's just talk about the the layered command structure in Jaws for a moment. What do we mean by that? If we hit our Insert key with the space bar. Okay, so we hold down insert and we press the space bar like this. You're going to hear that ascending tone so that you know that you're in the layered command structure. And what we can do from here is all kinds of different things. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to press the question mark just so you can hear a little bit about what's available once we get into our layered command structure.
3: And I hit that. Heading level 2 general commands. The following are commands generally available in this key layer. Command search feature equals J. Screen shade toggle on off for privacy equals print screen. Toggle speech between full speech and less speech mode equals S. While in less speech mode, toggle between speech on demand or full mute equals shift S. Repeat last spoken notification equals N. Toggle volume control notifications for external multimedia devices equals grave accent. R- r-
2: Okay, so there's there's lots and lots of things going on there. One of the first things we heard about was uh, what was that? Screen shade. We heard about command search. So some things in here you might not have used in a while. Maybe you're not so familiar with. And by the way, another thing you can do in here is we have some different categories of commands in, in the layered area here. So if I press H, editors, email, and word
3: processors at level two.
2: What do we have under there? After we hit insert and our spacebar.
3: The following commands are available in editable documents. Text analyzer on off equals A. Land. Heading level two messaging applications.
2: Alright, so that's text analyzer there, messaging applications. The, last the one I wanted to mention, that I wanted to make sure you knew about, Secondary layer. was secondary layer, because that is where the features are that we're going to talk about here a little bit today.
3: The following keys activate a secondary layer. Mouse echo layer equals E. OCR layer equals O. Picture smart layer equals P. Skype desktop application layer equals Y. Activate table navigation layer while in the table equals T. Braille and text viewers layer equals B. Volume layer equals V. All of those things are available to you once you get inside
2: the layered area here with insert and spacebar. So what are we talking about? Wherever you are, if you're on a web page, if you're in a Word document on your Excel spreadsheet, and you just want to get in here... And you, a lot of these commands are something that you can do pretty rapidly. Or uh, even if you bring up Picture Smart or you were going to perform convenient OCR, to get out of this, all you do is press escape and the window just goes away and you are right back into what it was you were working on in the first place. So this is a quick way, kind of a convenient settings That's not exactly what it is because we have convenient settings as well, but this is a very convenient way to get to a lot of ability very quickly within JAWS, and it's the insert with space bar, our layered command structure, okay? So I just wanted to make sure that you knew all that was available there and how to get help on this. So if you hit your insert key with space bar, and you'll hear that tone for sure, the ascending tone, and then if you hit your question mark, This is where help related to what's available once you get in here happens. And I just pressed it again. Heading level two general commands. The following are commands. right, so we won't listen to all of this again. But remember, there's headings here where you can navigate through what uh, type of help you're looking for here. Editors, email. Editors, emails. Messaging. Messaging applications. And secondary layers heading level two. Secondary layer there at the bottom. Let me show you one more thing. We talked about command search. That's one of the things you hear right at the top. So if I hit insert spacebar once again and I hit the letter J, search for JAWS commands dialogs. In here, we can search for JAWS commands. So if you're looking for things and you just cannot remember what the keystroke is, this is one of the first places you can come and look. Because all you have to do is basically just type in what it is you're looking for. And hopefully, our search tool will figure it out and give you some some results that fit exactly what it is that you're looking for. So, for example, I'm going to type in picture, okay?
3: Okay. Picture smart,
2: picture on the clipboard. There we go. Now, we have found the picture smart commands once we get into the layered area. And I'm going to hit my down arrow now and move through these.
3: Heading level three link picture smart, picture on the clipboard. Insert space P, B.
2: Insert space P for picture smart and B for clipboard is what JAWS was referring to here. Let's go to the next one.
3: Describes a picture that has been copied to the clipboard.
2: Oh, and then we'll get a description, of course, of of the keystroke too. That's always good, right? We want to know what that keystroke does. First we want to know what it is, then we want to know if it's the one we want. So that's exactly what we've
3: got going on here. Link JAWS key space P B. Heading level three link picture smarter picture on the clipboard full results. Insert space P shift B.
2: All right, and we'll talk a little bit more about that as we get into uh, Picture Smart today. But basically, what that means is that we can get results from just Microsoft, or we can get full results if we look for IBM and Google. These are places out on the internet where we're going to obtain these results to hopefully get an accurate description of the picture we're looking at, and that's how we do it. Just add Shift to any of the commands with Picture Smart that we're using. Let me go to the next one.
3: Picture Smart from Camera Scanner. Jaws key space P. Editing level three link.
2: JAWS key, space, P, and the letter A. So if you have a picture underneath your Pearl camera, for example, that you want described, that's the keystroke to do it. Insert space bar, P for picture smart, the letter A for acquire, just as you would do with convenient OCR if you were going to use your Perl camera to do that.
3: One more. Picture smart from a control. Insert space, PC heading level 3 link.
2: Picture Smart from a control. This is the one that we'll take some time and, and focus on here today because what that allows us to do is find pictures on the web and get those described to us through Picture Smart as well. And we do that with insert, spacebar, the letter P and the letter C for control. And if we want to use all results,
3: then display help for the pictures.
2: we add shift to that. So we would go insert, spacebar, the letter P for picture smart, shift C for control. Okay? So with that command search, not only are we looking at commands in the layered area, but you can find keystroke commands in JAWS in general. So give that a try if you haven't yet. See how that works out for you. If there's something that you're forgetting about and you're just not quite sure what that keystroke is, that's a quick way to find it. Okay, so let's talk a little more about Picture Smart now. I kind of jumped a little further into this than I wanted to, but we started with the keystrokes, and now we're going to go back and uh, tell you just a little bit about this feature. If you've been here on ACB Communities before, you've heard us demonstrate this. But for anybody who's new, let's just give you a a quick little overview, and then you might want to go try this yourself if you've got uh, version 2021 or 2020 on your machine and give this a try and see what happens. Basically, what we're doing is we're locating a picture, whether it's one that we have ourselves that we want to place under the Pearl camera or another scanner, whether it's one that's on the clipboard, whether it's uh, a file, you know, an image that we got maybe on a thumb drive someplace or that we've saved from somewhere else on our computer, or now the latest and greatest feature with Picture Smart specifically is being able to locate a picture or a graphic on the web. Maybe you're looking on Amazon. Maybe you're on Facebook. Those are one of the two places that I think of, first and foremost, where we find so many graphics, so many pictures. And if we don't have any way to get these described, a lot of times we really don't know what the heck that picture is or if there's a picture even there. Other than hearing graphic, then we know. But otherwise, we have no information about that picture at all. So what's happening here is once you perform these keystrokes, JAWS is going to the web and using machine learning or, um, why am I having a mind freeze here, Um, AI. AI. That's what we're talking about. That's what I was thinking. Um, so, we're going out and using artificial intelligence to be able to gather data on these pictures and be able to find out at least more than we knew before. Is it always right? Not quite, but it's getting better all the time, where it knows exactly what this picture is and tries to give us very accurate data uh, as, as we're going through. And depending on what the picture is, of course, if it's a drawing, that isn't going to work as well as a picture itself, it's kind of like handwriting, you know, with uh, OCR, not working very well yet. But, uh, you know, if it's a picture, an actual picture, that's where you're going to get your, your best results. So why don't we give this a try so you can see what it sounds like and exactly the kind of data that we're getting. I was on Amazon actually a little bit earlier today. Oh, and what I did want to mention real fast before this is maybe you've seen some examples of something like this. Maybe if you've got an iPhone and uh, you're you're looking through uh, Facebook, for example, that is one place where I have seen some AI built in here. And it tries to describe The picture that it sees, in particular, what it tries to do is figure out if the news feed, you know, the person's news feed that this picture is on, if that person's in the picture. You ever notice that? Usually, that's what I hear first. Maybe a picture of such and such, so many people, but Larry Gasman's in the picture. That kind of thing. So we find that out. So this is technology that's getting better all the time. We're at an infancy as far as what. The capabilities are going to be, I think, on description of images. This is going to get more accurate, better, and maybe a little scary sometimes in how particular it's going to be because these databases are going to grow. So the nice thing about this, again, is that uh, we can take these directly off the web. Now, what you used to have to do when we first had Picture Smart is that you had to find the graphic, you had to save it. And by the way, there is a folder under pictures called picture smart and that is strictly there for convenience nothing else you can save it in any folder that you have on your machine if that's what you if that's the way that you want to look at it you can save your pictures anywhere you want to to be able to run picture smart on them but now even one step better you don't even have to save it you can just wear whatever web page you're on you come across a graphic you want to know what it is just run the picture smart keystroke on it, and you don't have to worry about saving it at all. So lots of options as far as making this feature work. What time
3: is it? Three Oh,
2: we got all kinds of time. We're going to go through and show you. Um, I've got a couple of examples that I found on Amazon, and then I'll show you a couple of pictures that uh, we already that I already have stored on my machine as well. And then we can answer questions and comments, and that rest. kind of
4: thing.
3: Zoom.
2: I forgot to close all my windows earlier, guys, so I've got more open than I should. I apologize zoom. for that.
3: Zoom, inbox, J, picture, smart images. Uh, Meeting controls. Oh, my, where are Two we reminders. here? zoom. Jaws,
2: zoomed. inbox, J, Uh-oh. Somehow my Amazon windows got closed. Uh-oh. That's not good. Let me see here. Um.
3: Ask our file explorer. As far zoom So, we might be uh, Chrome one running doing
2: this a little bit on the phone now. Google
3: Chrome, Fusion Public Data Google Chrome. heading level 2 new features added. Oh no, wait. aws.amazon.com. Te- there we go. We are there.
2: All right. I'm a little uh, false alarm there for
3: Amazon, a second. aws.amazon.com signs.
2: Okay, so I always like looking at some of these vintage signs because uh, it's pretty cool a lot of times in the descriptions of exactly what these are so I'm on a page on amazon now that has vintage beer signs on it Virtual find and one of them is Coors. So let me see if I can find heading
3: this one level that link graphic. what we want here heading le- wrapping to top wrapping to bottom heading level two link Coors light replica vintage tin sign metal
2: Here we go, a replica vintage sign. Now, you know what's kind of nice about when you're looking at this stuff on Amazon is even before you worry about a picture of the device or of whatever you're looking at, a lot of times you can get a pretty good description of what's going on, but that's not the case in so many other places like on Facebook, for example, right? I mean, somebody might put eight or ten pictures up there, and you have no idea what they are. But even on these that I found... I think we're going to get a little bit more data from picture Smart with the picture than we would by the description on Amazon. And that's why this is a pretty slick feature that we can use when
3: needed. All right.
2: So we know how big it is. A metal ty- sign, tin sign. Vintage Core's Light. Light.
3: Graphic core Light.
2: Here's our graphic. You heard that. So this is how you you know exactly where you're at, so you can run Picture Smart. You hear graphic, right? Edit. Let's listen.
3: Light graphic core Light replica. All you got to
2: do is be on the graphic. So now let's hit our our keystroke. Insert space bar. P for Picture Smart. Picture Smart. And shift C for control, because we want to get the maximum result.
3: Picture Smart is in progress
2: we going to find out more about this picture. Heading level right 2 now.
3: caption is a sign on the side of a building. Heading level 4, this logo probably appears in the photo Coors Brewing Company. Heading level 4, this text appears in the photo Coors Light. Heading level 3, these tags describe the photo building, outdoor, product, sign, text. Heading level 3, these tags probably describe the photo art, font, metal, rectangle, triangle. Heading level 3, these tags possibly describe the photo advertising, beverage, graphics, logo, signage, signage.
2: Okay. A lot of information there, isn't there? Lots of information thrown at us all at once. But what did we learn from using PictureSmart maybe that we did not know about that picture before? Let's go to the top here and take a look. First of all, I don't think we knew that that was the side of a building.
3: Heading level four, this logo probably appears in the... Heading level two caption is a sign on the side of a building.
2: Yeah, so it's a sign on the side of a building. Now, in the Amazon description, we had no idea that that was the case, that it was a sign on the side of the building for the caption. So we've got that. We also didn't know the shape that was on the sign. We knew it was tin. We knew it was metal, but we didn't know if it was triangle, uh, triangular or rectangular before. So we found that out based on Smart. That's how this works. So this is a picture on an Amazon page of a vintage beer sign. We got Amaz- some more information on that. So again, we find the graphic. skip to Amazon, com- And then we hit our
3: picture smart
2: uh, control. Uh, picture smart keystroke. Let me, let's do another one here.
3: I've got another one. Amazon.com vintage beer signs. Amazon.com uh, vintage beer sign. Oh, boy. Jaws, Zoom, Text, and Fusion. I'm not uh, getting much cooperation here today. Amazon.com vintage beer signs. Amazon. Com vintage beer. Amazon. Amazon. Skip one price and other detail. 12 pieces assorted. Retro vintage. State number. Tax. Three. Yeah, it says beer signs, but it's not. Okay. Amazon. Virtual font.
2: These are older license plates.
3: Link. Go to the tail page for U.S. state's license plate. Text name. I hope
2: that I can find for this For
3: car 6x12 cal. Link rated. Full link. Graphics sponsored. Add 12 pieces assorted. Retro vintage. State number. Tax. 3D. Embossed licenses. Home wall decoration.
2: I'm going to keep looking here, guys. I want to make sure I've got the right one. I've, there are several states on this license plate, but what I noticed is that on the Amazon description, we didn't know what any of the states were. Now, what's up with that, right? So maybe we're looking for a specific state's license plate, or we want you know, a, an older license plate that's got several states on it, but maybe we want specific ones included. Where is this
3: at? Heading here? level 2, link 12 pieces, a sore link graphic, heading, link graphic, 51 PCS license plates, replica, all 50 U.S. states and Washington, D.C., stamped vanity prop. Okay, that one wasn't it. Heading level, link graphic, retro vintage U.S., state auto number tags, bus metal license plates, 12X6, Hawaii, 806. Heading level 2, link retro vintage. All right, well, link graphic.
2: I'm going to try one of these. And we're just going to see which one this is. But um, if you also wanted to do this, if you were looking at these, you would see exactly what happened here. That these don't all tell you all the states that are there. So I'm on one of them right
3: now. Link graphic retro. This
2: one was for Hawaii. But is there anything else on here? Let's give it a try. So insert space bar. P for picture smart.
3: Picture smart.
2: And I'm going to hit shift C for control.
3: Picture smart is in progress
2: let's see what we get on this
3: picture Heading level 2 caption is a close-up of a sign heading level 4 this text appears in the photo Hawaii Feblom 806 Loa State heading level 4 this object probably appears in the photo license plate heading level 3 these tags describe the photo poster screenshot text heading level 3 these tags probably describe the photo art automotive exterior cartoon font rectangle heading level 3 these tags possibly describe the photo advertising auto part brand magenta number sign signage signage <laughs> all right very good so We didn't know that it actually says
2: the Aloha State on it. It is a Hawaii license plate, but we didn't know that it actually said the Aloha State on there, did we? So more information, certainly, once we try to get a description of the actual picture of the license plate, than what Amazon provides us a lot of times
3: on it. Let me Le- see if we
2: can do one more of these here. I found one that I really liked, and copy. I just can't remember where it is on this page, guys, and I apologize for that. Your
3: more items, more help with Artisan Owl, Santa Monica, customized license, split frame, stainless steel, metal, car tag. One second here. Art, Erlu, Il, Pangur, DZ, Global, There's something
2: with state, virtual. With, with different states on it, so I'm doing a
3: fine here. Link go to the tail page for Link Graphic Heading Level 2 Link 12 Pieces Assorted Retro Vintage State Number Tax 3D Embossed licenses home wall decoration.
2: Okay, so if we look at that one right there, we have no idea what the twelve states sponsored
3: are. Link graphic sponsored ad, 12 pieces
2: assorted. So let me just see, and this is this is purely now by just trial and error, to find out if we can get a little more information on what states are featured on this license so I'm gonna I'm going to picture smart picture e smart for picture smart
3: and shift C picture smart is in progress
2: for control for the graphic and here we go heading
3: level 2 caption is a close up of text on the white background heading level 4 this logo probably appears in the photo University of Texas at Austin heading level 4 this text appears in the photo main 166 one Kentucky 264 Maryland Lucid Oregon double right
2: double. exactly see what we've got going on here so we had no idea Which states were actually featured on this license plate? We know now there's Texas. We know there's Maryland, Oregon. So that's the kind of stuff you can find out by using this. And this is when it becomes pretty powerful as far as looking at pictures and trying to figure out what you want to buy as far as a gift, looking at pictures on Facebook. That kind of thing, and you can do this anywhere on the web. That you come across a graphic, just remember to hit the Shift C for Control after you go into Picture Smart. If you want to get the maximum results and the the most accurate results, Andrea, If we have any questions, comments, feel free to let me know. In the meantime, I'm going
1: well, to go doing to my
3: uh, inbox. Great right right job. We don't have any
1: hands,
2: so Zoom. all right. Picture now, I've got a, a directory on here called Picture Smart Images. And I think the last time I did this, I had some of these same pictures, but they weren't labeled. And I think I updated these, somebody sent these to me where now they are. So we're going to have a bit of an idea on what each of these pictures is before we run Picture <laughs> Smart on it to get some more information. But nowhere near knowing everything that's included in this picture. So I'm just scrolling across now in my directory of pictures. Let's start right here.
3: Beautiful sunset on the Gulf of Mexico, JPG1.
2: All right, so this is a JPEG, by the way. Beautiful sunset on the Gulf of Mexico. So that's pretty clear on what we're going to take a look at with this one. But let's uh, let's see what we might find if we were to run picture smart on it. Key for Picture Smart. Shift F for file, because that's what we're doing. We're running Picture Smart on this file. Picture Smart is in progress. Saved. And let's see what we get.
3: Heading level two, caption is a sunset over a body of water. Heading level three, these tags describe the photo, ocean, outdoor, sky, sunset, water. Heading level three, these tags probably describe the photo, afterglow, astronomical object, beach, cloud, dusk, fluid, lake, liquid, red sky at morning, sun, sunrise. Heading level three, these tags possibly describe the photo, calm, horizon, landscape, nature. Heading level three, this tag vaguely describes the photo, sea, sea. Got it.
2: Okay. So... Let's talk just very quickly about what happens here. As we get further down in the description where we hear these tags probably describe the photo, you heard one of them there say sunrise, right? So this machine learning and AI can't quite put it all together yet and make up its mind completely if this is a sunrise or sunset. But based on most of the things we heard in there, we figured that it was a sunset and over a body of water. So we knew from the description that it's the Gulf of Mexico. So Picture Smart didn't quite identify that, but uh, did pretty good, really, for coming up with exactly what this picture is and a pretty vivid
3: description of it. Cat laying on the bed.
2: Here's a cat laying on the bed. Let's see.
3: Eric Golfing in Colorado. We've
2: got Eric Damery here. He's golfing in Colorado. That's a pretty good one. Uh, let me see which one we want to do here.
3: Flyer from AC, Golden Gate, JP, picture from newspaper article.
2: You know what? Let's do this cat laying on the bed. We're going to go back
3: here. Cat laying on the bed.
2: Because uh, I think we're going to get a little bit more out of this picture than just the cat laying on the bed. Insert spacebar in our layered commands. P for picture smart, picture smart, and shift F for file.
3: Picture smart is in progress. Let's
2: see what this picture is all about right here as we go. Heading
3: through. level 2 caption is a cat lying on the bed. Heading level 4, this object possibly appears in the photo cat. Heading level 3, these tags describe the photo cat. Indoor. Heading level 3, these tags probably describe the photo animal. Bed, carnivore, comfort, fawn, felody feline, kitten, kitty, laying, small to medium sized cats, snout, tail, television, whiskers, white. Heading level 3, these tags possibly describe the photo mammal. Orange. Heading level 3, this tag vaguely describes the photo domestic cat cat
2: that wasn't quite the one that i thought it was but uh we know a lot about that cat we know it's a small to a medium-sized cat now we heard something about a tv in there so apparently you can see the tv in the picture there as well but for the most part this is a kitty cat probably taking a nap on a bed and uh seeming pretty calm at the moment so um you heard the other one over here about the golden gate bridge golden gate and that just uh brought back a memory of mine as well. When Larry and John were doing their podcast back uh, when we first introduced Picture Smart a couple of years ago, one of the pictures they had was at the stadium, the Angel Stadium, the Big A in Anaheim. And uh, you guys were, correct me if I'm wrong, Larry, you guys were standing out there in front of that and you had a picture. And actually, the stadium was named, it was described that it was Angel Stadium. So Picture Smart came up with that. Yes, which pretty awesome. You?
1: Can I stop you for just a second? We have two hands.
2: Beautiful. Um, Please. So,
1: Anisio Perea, I'm going to allow you to speak. Please go ahead.
5: I don't have a question, but I just want to thank you guys for, um, for some of us who have used JAWS for a long, long time. Right I've, I've been using it since 1995. You know, we get so used to using the same things, you know, to do a good job, whatever job we're doing, that we forget about all these all these other uh, new, <clears throat> new um, um, products and new, new aspects that uh, we just don't, don't use all the time. So I really appreciate these, these webinars and all the other things that you guys are doing in terms of training. So keep up the good work.
2: Well, we appreciate it, Anisio. Thank you so much. And that's one of the things, you know, we love to come on ACB Communities here and just talk about something specific. You know, a feature that, like Anisio said, maybe you forgot about, you heard about it once or twice, but you're not using it on a regular basis because we're all creatures of habit. We get into uh, using the software like it works for us. But we're adding, you know, new things under the hood all the time. Whether it's a feature that uh, you know we came up with ourselves, whether it's something where we've partnered with, uh, you know, somebody else to do this, like with Picture Smart, we built it into JAWS. But we're using data on the internet available from Microsoft, IBM, and Google. I believe are the three sources that uh, where this Picture Smart data comes from right now. So it's a it's a wonderful collaboration, and it works well. Who's next, Andrew? Okay. Thank you, Anisia.
1: Uh, we have uh, area code nine seven eight, and I believe you are unmuted. So please go ahead.
2: Yeah, this is uh, Gerard from Boston. I also want to thank you for these presentations. I just was curious about. I uh, was <laughs> just curious about these pictures. If you have people in the pictures, will identify the people in the pictures? Um, very good question. Um, it it can. Most of the time, I don't think yet, anyway, we're not at the point where it's going to identify somebody unless they're very famous. Uh, not specifically. It can identify landmarks. It can also read text that it comes across. You guys might have heard that on a couple of the examples we had from Amazon where if there's text in the picture, it will OCR that text and be able to read that to you as right, well. Right, yeah. Ron Miller's got a picture of a Columbia jacket, and on the lapel, there's uh, some words, and uh, they're pretty small, but Picture Smart will do it and read it. So as far as actually being able to recognize faces yet and putting that together with a name and a database, not here yet, but I bet it's coming soon, real soon. Okay.
4: Thank you very much.
2: You're welcome.
1: Okay, Monica, please go ahead. You're unmuted.
4: Hi, Jeff. Hey, hey Monica. Yes, my question is, can you use Picture Smart in an email situation where they have, you know, you get an email with pictures in it and then Charles will read the words?
2: Yeah, I do. So we had that question before and we were taking a look into that. And, you know, there's a lot of emails. If you get them off of a listserv, uh, you might get an email from uh, your favorite store with uh, things on sale this week, that kind of thing, pictures from there. Um, I don't think that we can do that yet, but I think it's something that we're going to make work very, very soon because if we're there on the web, you know, being able to take a graphic from there, why couldn't we do it from an email like that? Now, one place where you might try this, Monica, is if you have like a Gmail account, for example, and you get. An email like that with a bunch of graphics in it you should run it there and see if it works because i'll bet you that it would if it's if it comes in your outlook you know your inbox uh i think possibly that might act a little bit differently but i'm i'm willing to bet that if you got an advertisement email with several graphics in it on your one of your webmail accounts like gmail for example. And you wanted to run Picture Smart on a graphic? I'll bet it would read it just fine.
4: And do you need to have the graphics where it shows all graphics, or do you know how? Because you don't want to have every, you know what I'm trying to say? Every graphic shown where you have graphic, graphic, graphic.
2: No, you don't. Okay. You, uh, it will identify that once you're on a picture. It'll identify the link as a graphic in it, and you can. You'll hear that, and then that's where you run it. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Absolutely. Anybody else?
1: No, we have no hands at the moment, Jeff. Thank you.
2: All right. Yep, good. Um, 3.47. I think those are the main things that I wanted to mention today. There was um, a couple of other questions on um, some of the features that have been available in our software in the past that have changed a little bit, and, and that kind of thing. We're thinking I'm thinking particularly of research it right now. That's another thing you can get to by using the the layered commands again. The insert spacebar research it is a very powerful tool that we've had. Uh, available in our software for a number of years now you used to be able to uh, do a lot of different things Um, i think you could look up your amazon order uh, that kind of thing you could look at weather you could uh, track uh, packages a lot of different capabilities that we had in research it and some of those are still available but some of them have changed like Weather, for example, we use Weather Underground to do that. We don't have that API, I don't think, available to us anymore. And what I, the reason I wanted to mention this is because I heard Eric say on one of the Clubhouse sessions that we had uh, recently that we're looking at various ways to be able to replace some of these research at capabilities that aren't working anymore. We got a lot of this information, uh, as I mentioned a moment ago, from various APIs that were available or various web pages that where this information would update and, you know, we could, we could access it. Some of those have gone away and they're being replaced with various other ways to be able to get at, you know, similar kinds of data. So when we can and when it's available, it's definitely on our list to be able to get some of these research it, Features updated, and to make them work again, because uh, again, it was a great feature to be able to use if, from wherever you were. If you were in Word, if you were in an Excel, on a web page, reading an email, and all of a sudden, you know, you just wanted to check the temperature, you wanted to check the forecast, uh, maybe you wanted to go track the package that you were thinking about, you know, things like that. You get pretty reliant on some of these things, and it they're just really convenient ways to do this stuff quickly. It's all about productivity with this, right? Making everything work better, faster, that kind of thing on our computers. And that's definitely what research it did. So don't think that that's a feature that is gone completely. Uh, That's something that uh, I think will be expanded, you know, in the future and uh, be working again uh, real soon, maybe with even more uh, capability coming So, again, we're excited about version 2022 and the public beta available right now for you to go take advantage of. And we mentioned this a little while ago, but I just want to reiterate once again that uh, even if you've never participated in a beta cycle before and you want to do it for the first time, you want to say, you know, I want to go in here, I want to look at this and see how it's working. And if I find anything wrong, I'd love to be able to communicate directly with the folks at Freedom Scientific, and, and let them know what I'm thinking here and what's what this is doing on my machine. That's exactly what you can do by using this uh, beta software. And then the other thing that you can do is get access to some of the new features before uh, other folks who wait till the beta cycles are over to install, uh, download and install. So you can share with your friends some of the new and exciting things that are coming. Get the sneak peek, so to speak, right? And, uh, and take a look on how things are working. And then uh, the other thing that I would mention once again is um, I think we've done a very good job in eliminating the cost factor of upgrading the, our software because it used to be, you know, I've gotten two or three versions behind, and the, the further I get behind, the more expensive it is. And now I'm so far behind, I just, I'm just not going to do it. Well, we're now at the point where if that's the case for you, for under a hundred dollars a year, you can use Jaws, you can use Zoom text, and you'll be current. You'll have the latest and greatest versions of the software. Fusion is, is a little bit more, but not much. And you pay by the year at this point. So $95 gets you into JAWS, I think it's $89 or, or right at whatever it is for $85 for Zoom text, and you're in. And when your year is up, and by the way, while your year is going on, if there's another software release or all of the updates that we subsequently release after the, uh, you know, the actual numbered release comes out, you'll have access to those. There's no additional charge for any of that. And once your, your one year subscription is up on the home annual license, then you'll have the option to renew and pay that money again and have another year available to you where any new releases, uh, whenever they come out, you will be ready and have access to all of those. So it's a great way for you to stay current, not worry about that you're ever gonna get behind again, because you'll always be eligible for the latest and greatest as long as that home annual license is
3: good. 3.53 p.m.
2: Okay, all right, we've got about seven minutes left. Any other questions, comments? Uh, Larry, anything you wanna add? Uh, Andrea, anybody else on the call? I have a
1: quick question, Jeff. Um, I've heard from someone that uh, JAWS 2022 will no longer support Windows 7. Is that correct?
2: That is correct. So we're coming to the point where Windows 7 was a long time ago, and uh, that will not be supported anymore. That is correct. Now, how will it work with Windows 11? A lot of testing already going on in that regard. So uh, be assured that if you're going to make that leap, if you want to upgrade, that, uh, we are working very well in that environment as well. Lots of people testing already there. So as you make the move yourself or when, uh, you know, your, your company or agency, school district, whatever it is decides to make that move. And usually we know that's, that's a while after release, but whenever they do, uh, rest assured that your AT software will be up to the challenge and you'll be, uh, you'll be ready to go.
1: Okay, we do have another hand. Rhonda, I believe you are
4: unmuted. Please go
2: ahead. Hey, Rhonda, how are you?
4: I had a question. It's not about what was discussed today, but I just wanted to compliment you on on, on, the, on the presentation. I want to know, and I don't know if it's a Windows or JAWS way to do it, I want to assign a sound to whenever I send out an email message in Outlook or whenever spell check is completed in Word, and I didn't know if there's a way to do that.
2: That's a pretty good question. Um, There are various events in Windows, Rhonda, where you can assign sounds and you can change those. I don't know if what you're speaking of specifically, there is a way to do that. We do have sound schemes within JAWS. But those are okay. mainly for events and, you know, things that are going on within the JAWS software where you can set sounds up for those. Anybody want to add to that? Am I missing anything? Yeah, no. I don't think so. No, I don't think not, so either. Not specifically, Rhonda, for what you're asking about.
4: Okay. Because th- I, I, Windows, when I went through the sound changes you could do within the Windows, they didn't have it. Uh, there. But I use, right. I thought at one time when you finished a spell check, you had this like ding that, that said, you know, spell check was completed. Or like you had the swish charm that let you know your email had gone out.
0: I think those are Microsoft keys that are sounds okay. that go into effect. I don't think those are JAWS related.
2: Okay. Thank you. So you may want to send them a note, Rhonda, and find out if if you can add you know, additional sounds to your Windows, you know, for specific events like that. If you look under uh, Sound Settings in Windows, you can see all the events where sounds play, and then you can change any of those. But I, I don't think the ones you're asking about are included in there. So you might have to do some customization mm-hmm. to get to that point. Okay. One of the things that uh, I'd like to mention with uh, the the time that we've got left, guys, is um, the vast array of Training webinars that we have on the freedomscientific.com/training website. Everything from Microsoft Teams and Zoom. So if you're still kind of trying to get up to speed on any of those platforms, the online learning platforms, um, we've got lots and lots of training information there on how to use those with our software. Jeff, As- can I
1: stop you for just a minute? We have two more hands, and I'm going to call on Myrna first because. The other gentleman has already asked a question, so I, I don't mean to
5: interrupt, but we we are getting down
1: to That's the That's fine. Notion. Let's do it. Yeah. Go ahead. Marna. Absolutely.
2: Name okay,
5: Marna. guys, can you hear me? Yes, gotcha. ma'am. Okay, great. I wasn't sure if this headset was a headset. I was playing with split sound. Um, so, Rhonda, Microsoft has sounds for Outlook and sounds for Word. Like for example, if I if you get a misspelled word and you fix it, you get this little bell saying, "Okay, it's it's fine now." You get, and so they will do that. I mean, its um, I have not done, you know, complete, well, I've done complete spell checks and haven't paid attention, but I know where it said, you know, oh, you've got a spelling error and you go fix it and you will get this little balance to tell you that it was fixed. So, you know, that might be helpful to you. Um, there are lots of sounds from Microsoft Word too, but if you, if, if you get those sounds enabled, if you delete something, you'll get a sound saying, yeah, you deleted it. Um, and like that spelling sound that I that I told you, there's lots of good things that will that are really good feedback for you, and you might want to do that. And the other thing I wanted to tell you guys, um, Jeff didn't mention it, but there's this new feature in JAWS called split sound, and you can split between um, JAWS in one ear and you know whatever you're doing in the other. I was doing it today on a very very cheap button ear headset that God knows where I ever got from some note taker probably it's the cheapest one so you don't have a lot of, to spend a lot of money to do it but um, Jeff has been in one year and then I've been playing with picture, picture smart on Amazon and stuff <laughs> <laughs> look at that <laughs> Yeah,
2: there you go that's what we're talking so
5: that's about my, Yeah, that's my Jeff I've had yeah.
2: enough of you 50% no, now is all I'm going to no, give no, you but...
5: Jeff, I wanted to tell Eric, <laughs> to, to tell Eric what, you know, that this, this little cheapy set works so I was playing
2: it's a great idea, I think, and it's gonna help for for a lot of oh, folks yeah. oh, to yeah. to be able to uh you know to to listen to more than one thing at a time and it's really nice sometimes when you're you know multitasking to be able to to separate that just the last thing that I want to mention I'll make it real quick if you go to freedomscientific dot com slash training and then you go down to where uh the webinar section is. Go onto our page of archived webinars because I can almost guarantee that there's probably going to be something on there that you might have been looking for at one point or, you know, want to learn more about. Everything from, from, like I mentioned earlier with uh, Teams and Zoom, but Office 365, all the programs there, Google Docs, Slides, Sheets, PowerPoint as well. We just have a ton of information there. All these lessons are about 45 minutes long, under an hour anyway, for all of them. Uh, there is a transcript available for a lot of them as well. You can get the MP3 if you just want the audio file or the MP4 for uh, video two if you want to you know, see the screen and exactly what's going on as they move through the training. So Great stuff, guys. And again, I just want to thank you for giving me the time today on ACB Communities. It's always great to be here. Thanks, Jeff. Jeff. Thank you, guys. Have a great day.